Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. My friend Jennifer Mertland is in the house. What's up? Monica, I bought another house. You did? (laughs) I love it. Last, yeah, no buyer's remorse. I know we talked about buyer's remorse last week. That's right. That's cool. Tell me. Yeah, I'm excited. There's no HOA. So I can do whatever I want. Wait, you're not in the city? I'm in the city with no HOA. Whoa. And I have a two-car garage, baby. What? Look, kids. Are you going to Airbnb it? Of course. I mean, you can't, I can't buy a house and like live there the whole time. You could like a normal human. That's insane. Insanity to me. Not happening. I got to make money. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. We love, love having you join us each and every week. And we appreciate you following so that when we do drop a new one, you are made aware. So wherever you listen to your podcast, be sure you go back and subscribe. uh, And leave a review, a five-star review. Please leave us a review. That helps us so much. If we've helped you at all over the years... With one little nugget, would you mind giving us a review? That's true. We should ask for that more often. Or just put hashtag Team Mertland in your review. So Monica knows that y'all agree with me. Well, that would be lying. So <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> the truth. All right, guys. Today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this question. Should the buyer's agent present the offer directly to the sellers? What? That sounds like a freaking disaster zone it but let sounds me amazing it. the buyer's agent present offers to the seller directly oh you say I it sounds amazing this. please tell us bring us your wisdom on that debacle here's what i'm thinking if we were to do this i think i would represent more buyers oh okay because i think a lot of agents haven't read the contract now if you are listening and you have not read the contract, please message me like and let me know. Line cover to cover. You should know. <laughs> What's that? They should know every line cover to cover. Yeah, but they but people don't. They don't even read the contract. So sometimes you put things in there that could be deal breakers or winners for could be deal winners for the seller. And it's not being presented properly. And I think it also depends on who the listing agent is. If it's a listing agent that doesn't do a lot of business, then I would much rather present it, you know? Now, if I'm the listing agent and the, I mean, it's dumb. I'll be like, look, I'll do a better job than you. Because and you. Well, I'd be like, you're not going to do yourself any favors. You look crazy and you're mean. So <laughs> no. How do you think that would cause a buyer's agent to, would it cause the buyer's agent to talk to their buyers differently as far as yes. crafting the offer? Yes. And I think would also get some of those things, you know, like the love letters and stuff. 
Yeah. I know you're not allowed to say things, but like, yeah. and you're not allowed to write it down, but like, I think stuff would come out. You'd say it. <laughs> and this is allows us to work on our presentation skills. And as if I'm thinking, if I'm the buyer's agent, I can then ask questions to the seller and like, really be like, this is what, you know, your agent did such a great job. They filled me in on the house, blah, 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 blah. And they told me that these are the things that you were hoping for in an offer. Was there anything else? And this like, keep asking those questions and be like, man, we, these buyers are your buyers mm -hmm. and like create that like sense mm -hmm. of like, oh, I really, I really like this agent and her buyers sound great. And you know what I mean? Like that. So you're saying the buyer's agent could also ask questions in the presentation. That's how I present. How do you present? So I'm just making sure I'm just being clear on your. If I can't talk, then I don't want to. I mean, idea. <laughs> you're trying to sell it. In my vision of that, you're selling. You're selling the contract, right? Now yeah. I can see. Tell tell me what you think, and let's try to like hash it out. I don't think this is a good idea. And despite the whole, I'm sure it crosses some sort of legal boundary lines or something. I don't know. Blah blah blah. Be, but, I'm sure it does. Okay. Imagine the market we just went through with COVID and you got 22 offers and the poor sellers would have to sit through 22 presentations. No, they can pick like the top ones. Oh, you don't have to do, do all of them. Okay. Look, the seller can do whatever they want. Look, I think your job as a buyer's agent is to have those questions answered up front. I should know really clearly all the things I want to know about the sellers and what's important to them. And I should ask Have you ever questions. had a client before, Monica? <laughs> yes. Yeah. They change their mind all the time. So while I agree with you, and as a great listing agent, you're asking those questions and you're sharing yeah. the relevant stuff that you're allowed to with the buyer's agent. Yeah. When you're in front as the buyer agent, if you're in front of the seller, they could say something totally crazy that you as their great listing agent never heard them say no. and or the opposite of what they told you when you asked the exact same question. Is there a mute button on this? <laughs> I'm fired up today. I know. And I'm muting you. <laughs> Mutiny. Um, okay. Listen, you think this is a great idea because you know your level of skill and you know yes. that it would make a difference if you could sit in front of those sellers and yes. present this correct you however isn't this podcast about us yeah, in our opinion <laughs> i want you to think of the disadvantage a buyer would have if their agent wasn't great in front of the seller or didn't know how to present themselves. I think that the buyers would be a little bit more careful about who they hired. And so sure, with the would the sellers. Be. But the buyers shouldn't pay for the buyer's agent's inability to have a discussion in front of the sellers. They're just, you know, they should uh, be able to convey the buyer's needs through the contract. That's what it's for. Or the buyer's offer through the contract. I just, Okay. Fine, but I like the idea of be having the option of presenting. You probably do, but I don't know that all agents would want that same opportunity. Let me take a, let me think for a minute. Okay. okay? And we'll talk about, let's take a short break oh. and let's talk about when we come back, the pros and cons of this. 
Okay. Okay. Let's gather our thoughts. Let's gather our thoughts. First, we're going to take a short break here from our favorite partners. And if you are an agent and you want to find out how to partner with me and Monica, and we can help you grow your business, make more money, have more free time, boom, boom, boom. Craft better offers. Craft better, get better sales skills. Call or text me today at 513-400-1691. Hey guys, it's Monica here. I am so excited to introduce you to Real Estate Fight Club's newest partnership, Cyberbacker. Cyberbacker is the best in the business for virtual assistants. How do I know this? Because I am a Cyberbacker customer and I love this company. I have my favorite, Frances. She is my Cyberbacker, been with me for over a year. She's amazing. She makes me better. She's eager to help. She's on time. She's disciplined. She's awesome. And this company, Cyberbacker, has figured out the system from the interviewing process to find out what I need, to the interviewing process to interview several cyberbackers, to the onboarding process, to the training process, very buttoned up, very awesome. You and I both know it's time for you to leverage. It's time for you to take that step and Cyberbacker is a really safe, awesome solution. Make sure to mention Fight Club and you will be getting a free gift, all right? Do it, make the call, see ya. Hi guys, Monica Weekly here. You know how you're supposed to post about real estate every single day on Facebook? Yes, yes you do. And the reason is if we don't remind our Facebook friends what we do for a living and how we help people, they will forget about it. We know it's our job to inform, educate, and demonstrate what we do for a living. Well, I'm coaching agents all around the country and they understand that, but they're not doing it. And I ask them, why aren't you doing it? Probably just like you. And they said, Monica, we don't know what to post. Can we just borrow your stuff? Because I love creating Facebook posts. And these can often be used over on Instagram as well. So I said yes, and people were borrowing my stuff. So I created finally a product that you can sign up for for free. It is free, guys. There is no reason for you not to sign up for this. It's ghostposter.com, G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R. No E in there, just T-R.com. And what you're going to get is you're going to get a Facebook posting idea to your email every single day. So not only do you have this great idea, but you've been reminded Oh yeah, I need to post. And that's Monday through Friday. And if you don't love the post or you think, gosh, I'd like something else, well, you're also gonna get access to a library of over 600 different posts for you to choose from by category. You're gonna love it. Go sign up, ghostposter.com. Don't waste a minute. And then be sure to join the private Facebook group. All right, I'll see you in there. All right, welcome back to the Battle Inside of the Ring. Let's get at it for our final round. Jen thinks some idea about the buyer's agent sitting in front of the sellers is a good idea. I, I see this as a shit show waiting to happen. It sounds awesome. And I think, you know, if that buyer's agent blows it for some reason. But what if uh, they don't? But what if they do? You're in the negative, Monica. We got to be positive. Not. I'm not. I just think it opens up a can of worms you don't want to. But what are the real, okay, what are the real pros and cons? So like the real, one of the real pros, if that's a con, then one of the real pros is that they can maybe craft some details of the contract that weren't known before, potentially, by through asking additional questions. Okay. I think that it will also attract uh, agents 
I think we can all agree that the barrier to entry to being a real estate agent is low and that sales skills is not something that's required for people in our field. Mm -hmm. And I think like we will now, when we do this, if we do ever do this, we will now start having more sales people, which raises a professionalism of our industry, which is good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that the seller then has a clearer picture of the offer if it's being presented by the person that is representing this buyer. Mm -hmm. If that person can do a good job conveying the terms. Okay. Agree. But you know, Mm -hmm. what other pro? Here's what I do agree. If I have to say a con. Here's what I do agree with. I, I actually agree with you that this would level up our industry because a buyer knowing that they're going to put me in front of a seller might make a different decision than hiring, you know, their aunt Millie, who's a 78 year old, hasn't really sold in a while <laughs> or hasn't really, you know what I mean? So uh, I think that is a pro. I like that idea. I like that personally because I'd love to sit in front of a seller. Oh man, you would be great. Okay. Well, I'd like it. I'd like it. You should be a Yes. Uh, well, that's that's where I'm separating myself from like the rest of the industry. I'm not sure everybody. But you're separating them because you don't you think that they're going to bomb. That's stupid. That's a dumb reason to be like, well, we shouldn't do it because everybody else isn't good at presentation skills. Screw you. You're in sales. Get good. Do well, better. I could get around the the seller's buyer's agent sitting down with the seller's agent instead of just handing it off through an email. Now, this agent is something agent. to think about. Okay. Agent to agent, agent to agent. You could argue that that's sort of done if the age listing agent or the buyer's agent would pick up their phone. (laughs) Hey, do you know what? I believe that Ryan Bowman. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. I believe he sends a video with (gasps) his offers. Yes, Ryan. I think he does. And I'm not sure if that agent then sends that along. To the sellers? This is so good. Okay, I think we're coming to a consensus. We could do that, yeah. Okay, so if we can agree that the buyer agent presents the offer to the listing agent, would you, the listener, would you make a video? Like, And then maybe, I'm thinking you make the video, you detail the bullet points, like a cover Mm -hmm. sheet. A lot of agents do like a cover sheet. Yeah, with the bullet points, right? But this also requires to your point originally, which is you have to ask the questions up front. Like, what is the seller looking for? What are they looking, what do they want an offer? Like what's going to get this? Yeah. Can you help me out? You know, what would be cool too, is that in the beginning you would say, in speaking with your agent, I understand that timing is the most important thing for you. So good. So that way, if that's not true, that seller's like, the fuck money's the most important thing to me. Like, why'd you say that? Why do you want to say, you don't want to throw them under the bus. No, you want to make the listing agent like a hero. Like they did a great job though. You want to know what's like, if that's not the case, then let it. And if this is, if I have misunderstood, let me know. And we can work with your, I don't like it. It feels like you're throwing the listing agent under the bus. They're not going to like that. And they're not going to afford that video. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But if you make them the hero, I like yeah. the idea of mentioning the listing agent and making them the hero and then being like, this is this is what we understood to be kind of like your biggest must haves. And these yeah. buyers are so excited. Your house 
is everything that they wanted. And especially if you know, if you've asked questions, the listing agent probably told you some things about the seller and not, not like you have to bring them up, but I think as a sales skill slash technique, you make the, the buyer, you find similarities in the buyer and make it like that buyer is like this. And then the sellers are like, Oh, I'm like that too. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? I relate to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Them subtly or some, something subtle, very subtle, very subtle. Very yes. subtle. I like Plus them. we could also get good at NLP if we were presenting. Mm-hmm. Do you know what, you know, NLP? Yeah, I do. Of you course. Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't call myself an expert. I think I do. I do naturally some of that, but I, I'm Can you not tell the listener what it is. It's neuro linguistic. What's the P stand for? Program, process, programming, programming, okay. neurolinguistic program. Yeah. Program. Yes. And in general, I'm, I mean, of course, I'm not, I'm not an expert, but in general, it's the way you say things matter, the infl- word choice and you're, you're nodding with it. And then no, we, we don't, you know, we don't want you to, we do want you to, you know, that kind of stuff, um, mirroring and matching, that's why when Jen gets mad, I get mad because I want <laughs> Jen to like me. So I go. <laughs> okay. I like it. I think we came up with a Well, you, you came up with a solution. I can get well, on. Ryan Bowman did. Ryan Bowman. Ryan, what's up? Now, do you have anything else to say about that? Uh, oh, I was going to say, you know, we always talk about it matters who's on the other side of the deal, the agent. For sure it does. And when you're the listing agent and you're talking to your buyers of, or your sellers about that, I think one good thing about that video would be to let them see like the level of professionalism yeah. on the other side. And you might get a deal that your buyers could have gotten missed on if you yeah. show up in an appropriate way. I love this. Yeah. Boom. So I can see a couple little. I can see it. Pros. Well, I also and, think it's a shit show waiting to happen. <laughs> which I mean, why not? It's already a shit show. It's already a shit. Like show. my goal in life is to like push the boundaries, like be as ridiculous as possible. Like let's do it. Well, you want to blow up the whole thing anyway. So. We need to blow it up. It's ripe for for fire. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, All right. I think well, that's gonna have to be the end of today. I think so. And our guest after this, um, she has a very good example of this. Yes. It's not always done in her market. So she'll tell us what happened. Oh, can't wait. Tune in. Stay tuned. All right. I think that's it. Thanks, Monica. Hey, see you next time. Bye. All right. I am here with our tiebreaker, Robin Katz from One Sotheby's in Miami. Hello, Robin. Hello, Jennifer. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad you could be on because you focus a lot on the luxury market. So I wanted, uh-huh. I thought you would have some good tips. So your tiebreaker question is, is should the buyer agent be able to present their buyer's offer like directly to the seller and not like without the listing agent, but, you know, kind of like an attorney in court or something like that? Got it. I think... In my experience, yes. Okay. I think that they should. Tell and me. 
I've had experience with this. And honestly, it was right in the beginning, like 20 something years ago when I first started in real estate. And I was working at this great company, like the best company in the neighborhood mm-hmm. in the area. And um, we were actually the affiliate for uh, Sotheby's in Southeast okay. Florida. And there was an agent there, or there was a, a team and they were really great. They weren't like the top of the top, but they are now. Okay. And so I had some clients who were neighbors and they fell in love with this house and there was a lot of activity, a lot of demand for it. And so I requested that we be able to present Mm -hmm. to the buyers. So I had never done this before. And it was, I had heard about this from a real estate coach and the listing agent had never done it before, but she agreed. And at the time when you said, okay, we want to present the buyer's offer directly to the sellers. What were you thinking or what did your coach tell you? What was your perspective of why that was important? Well, you know, now they, you know, people talk about writing letters, but back then it was, you know, we were barely using, it was still DOS then, I think on computers a long time ago. And so we weren't doing things like writing letters and everything was much more in person. Right. So it wasn't unusual for, you know, me to meet the sellers or to have communication. And I still think that it's a really valid way of, of presenting an offer particularly when there's multiple offers and maybe yeah. even more valuable than, than writing a, you know, a buyer letter. So what happened? Um, so, so what happened was it was awesome. I'll never forget. We were in their house and we're sitting at this big dining room table and we're all kind of a little surprised because no one's done this before. Yeah. And I presented and, you know, we did some negotiations, but I presented and it worked. My buyers got the house and I, I thought, well, you know, this is fantastic. This really does work. The listing agent said to me, I was so thrilled. She said that was really well done. The sellers were ecstatic. They yeah. really were. They were so happy to have someone come and talk to them and explain to them, right. you know, why their clients were the best fit for the house. And, I like uh, the idea of doing it. I mean, and I can see what you're, you're saying is the benefit is like, okay, so you're the buyer's agent, you know, the buyer best. And as a listing agent, if I'm presenting the offer, I only really know what you told me. Right. But like you presenting it is going to come across differently than the listing agent presenting. Yes. Absolutely. It was all warm and cozy. This one went really, really well. And it was the first time I ever did it. So I am a big believer. And I think that, you know, it is another tool in your toolbox. Has it ever not like worked for you or has an agent said no to you? I've had agents say no to me. Yeah. And why do you think that is? Why are they saying no? I think they're nervous to have me meet their clients. Yeah, girl, because you're going to get snatch them. Is that why? I don't know what they're thinking. I but, mean, you know, I don't think it matters if the other agent meets the client because it's like, no. good. We want to show our professionalism. We want, but like, what if the other agent, like, let's say in the future, this becomes like a commonplace. You're going to have like eight buyers agents that are super nervous that don't want to do it, which is fine. You're going to have slimy agents, which is, you know, that happens too, right? Like all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I can see like there's so many as great real estate agents, we're confident in our presentation skills, right? 
Absolutely. And, you know, I think that was what it was. It was the connection that really made the difference. Yeah. And and actually requesting to meet meet with them like, you know, we care. Yeah. We know who you are. We want you to know who we are. Have you had any buyer's agent present their off their client's offer on one of your listings? Never, never. No one's ever asked me. I think I'm going to start asking if we work with buyers. I think it's a great idea. When you asked me the question, I was like, and then I remembered and I thought, wow, that's, you know, a long time ago. And I've done a few of them over the years, but it's not a common practice. And, you know, if you think about it in the past market that we were just in. Oh, it would have been great. That would, that would have been brilliant. You know, yeah. there were 18, 18 uh, different um, offers on one property. Like if right. you go and meet with them, that's going to really. Yeah. I think hopefully so. sway in your direction, <laughs> right? Unless you're terrible, but no, exactly. <laughs> I like it. Well, Robin, I appreciate you being on and providing the insight and story to us. If people have a referral for you in Miami, cause everybody wants to move to Miami, especially it's too cold and up North. Well, how yeah, do we get a hold of Miami? I highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> how do we get a hold of you? Okay. So I have my card right here. Okay. I, don't, I think that if you can, there see you that? Yes. Can you see it well? Yep. Yeah. If you're on YouTube, um, you can see it. If not, I would say call or text her at 305-772-7376. Awesome. I shouldn't put it in front of my face. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, <laughs> Thank you so much, Jennifer. And, you know, I wish that you all the best with your, your uh, podcast. It's a lot of fun. And I think you make a big difference. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.